Yo, it's your boy Bad News, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Look, no sparking out the rental. Hop out, run them down, and if you want to hit them, that hospital gown, watch out, that out to fit them. If they try to spin you. All right, so we got Bad News jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you feeling, man? man I'm feeling good. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be here. Nah, I appreciate you coming by, man. No doubt. Yeah, so go ahead and introduce who you got sitting behind you today, too, man. Uh, right here, this is my cousin, TYV. You know what I'm saying? This is my man, Cross. You know what I'm saying? Okay. These so, guys. Okay. So what do you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What else you got planned? Um, right now, just tapping in with some family. After I leave here, going to tap in with some family. Uh, probably hit up the studio and, you know, probably go to a little club or something. And, I gotta head out, I gotta be in VA tomorrow. Okay, you got a show out there? Uh, actually, I'm working on a, on a, on a, on a project, mm. you know, with a real big producer, so we're gonna keep that one under wraps for Okay, now. say no more, man, that's yeah. dope though. All right, so you're originally from Syracuse, New York, right? Yes, sir, All right. born and raised. Okay, so what was your childhood like growing up there then? Um, my childhood, it was, you know, like the normal childhood, fun. Uh, I grew up in a house with three brothers. Um, it was a uh, majority of the time just me and my mom, my pops came and picked us up, you know, from time to time. But, you know, Syracuse, it, it was a fun place to be growing up. You get what yeah. I'm saying? It was, it was fun. What's it to do up there? All I know about is the college, man. That's the only thing I know about Syracuse. Man, nowadays, I mean, not really too much of nothing going on up there nowadays. We ain't really got no nightlife. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a real small city. I mean... Ain't really too much going on in Syracuse. If you you trying to find something to do, you gonna travel to Rochester or something. Okay. Find something to do in <laughs> Rochester. I don't know. There's nothing going on in Syracuse though. I got you. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? How old were you then? Um, far as music. Music or yeah. Um, I started recording music when I was 14. When I was 14, I recorded my first song. Actually, uh in my cousin closet, standing on his shoes. Uh, <laughs> really? You know what I'm saying, with the little mic, we had the uh, little, uh, the cup holders taped all up against the wall, you okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, uh, that's when I, I recorded my first song at 14, and I just been going hard ever since. My, the first time actually recording, I fell in love with my own voice. Really? That's what, initially, that's what kept me going. Yeah. Yeah. So what inspired you back then to start at it? Um, just, uh, being uh, like in gym class and you get what I'm saying, in school, high school, we all, you know, we used to fuck around and, and you know, freestyle. Like everybody was freestyling, playing and shit. I used to be uh, freestyling with some of the homies and, you know, niggas to tell me like, yo, bro, you need to take this shit serious. Like, you get what I'm saying? I, I really didn't, I, I really didn't have dreams of being a rapper growing up, you know, but when I got to high school and it was like a thing, like, you know, uh, we'll we'll be we'll be in the gym room freestyling or in the hallways or in lunch. Like, you get what I'm saying? Everybody just spitting bullshit and usually bombing on each other. You get what yeah. I'm saying? But you know, everybody has spit their shit, I spit my shit, and people like, yo, you need to take this shit serious. After a while I went home and started writing raps. You get what I'm saying? And that's that's where this shit really started. Oh, that's dope, man. Hell yeah. So who'd you grow up listening to? Who were some of your favorite artists back then? Man, growing up, my favorite artists, I got to tell you, uh, 50 Cent, Ludacris, Missy Elliott, uh, Busta Rhymes, uh, for sure Tupac and Big. Um, I really wasn't, 
I really, like Hove, Hove, I always was listening to Hove, but I really didn't really respect his craft, like for real, until I got older and I really was old enough to understand what he was really talking about. But yeah, that, that, that was my lineup for sure. You know what I'm saying? Don't get on me, but I used to like Lil Bow Wow and Lil Romeo too, though. <laughs> Had them on, my mom used to make me little mixtapes and shit. I used to have Lil Romeo and Bow Wow on my mixtapes. You know they know? inspired like a whole generation, man. Hell Especially yeah. if you're around that age. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You just had to be there. Yep. Eve. I grew up listening to Eve. She was dope, man. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. So you live in North Carolina. How long you been down there? Um, I've been in North Carolina three years now. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So what motivated that move down there then? Um, just you know, just to uh, change up the scenery and like you know be able to lock in on my music. It was uh, a lot. It's always you know easy to get distracted at home. You get what I'm saying? I just wanted to keep my eyes on the prize and, you know, push forward. I feel like that move definitely helped me though. If I didn't make that move, it's a possibility I wouldn't be sitting here with you today. You know what I'm saying? It's too easy to get in the bullshit at home. Yeah, I dig that. So what city in North Carolina are you in now? Um, I'm in Morrisville. It's a little quiet town, uh, right? Like 30 minutes outside of Charlotte. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So when would you say you started taking your music career serious? Was it while you were still in Syracuse then? Um, for sure, for sure. Um, when I was in Syracuse though, uh, I, I really like, uh, I was serious about it for the simple fact of, so what I was doing in Syracuse mainly, right? I wasn't putting out a lot of music on like streaming platforms. I started out like doing freestyles in the car and um, I would go viral a lot, like you yeah. get what I'm saying? I had a lot of videos that went crazy, did crazy numbers, and uh, like always the feedback is what kept me going. That's why I started taking it serious, and I started doing them on a more consistent basis. And that's where my fan base uh, originally came from, from doing those in-the-car freestyles. But yeah, that, that was serious to me, like you okay. get what I'm saying? That's what was serious to me, hell yeah. Were you going viral like on IG? Was it Facebook? Yep. IG and Facebook, both okay. IG and Facebook. Yeah, I had a, a a video that went viral uh, called Ricky Story. I did this joint called Ricky Story, but that actually wasn't in the car. It was a freestyle that I did um, sitting in, in, in one of my homies' college dorm. You get what I'm saying? Sitting in the dorm room and, uh, you know, he put the camera on me and I was free. I was in there rapping for like probably like 30 minutes. You get what I'm saying? And uh, we did like different, different, different takes and stuff. You get what I'm saying? But all together, it was you know collectively like 30 minutes. And uh, that one video, we posted it. I never knew that bro posted it. You really? get what I'm saying? I get on the phone and like I look and I see that he posted it. And the joint got like it's, it's been up for like 30 minutes. The joint had like uh, probably like 500 views in like 30 minutes, right? I get off, I go back on, like uh, 20 minutes later. The shit at like 1500, you know what I'm saying? I get off, I go back on, you get what I'm saying? Now the shit at like 5,000, you get what I'm saying? Then I go back on, the shit hit like 10,000, you know, like 20,000, the shit just started going crazy. So then uh, I think like it ended up getting deleted off of his page and um, somebody else posted it. Somebody else had posted it, this kid from, uh, Chicago named Antonio Spells had picked it up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. He picked it up and he posted it on his page 
The shit did like two and a half million views. Then this guy named DeLorean posted it. The shit did two million views. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in TGI Fridays and my phone going off. I'm going to get mad notifications. I look, it's Twitter going crazy. You get what I'm saying? I get a phone call from my cousin like, yo, you want world star hip hop? I said, what? You know, so the shit, world star picked it up. The shit just went, it went dumb. Like the shit went crazy. That's wild right there. Hell yeah. So why bad news? What's the meaning behind bad news for you? Um, it's bad news, you know, so these rap niggas know who not to play with. Now, for real, though, I don't know. We ain't, I don't, I don't really get the, the real story behind my name. So this is the real, the real actual factual story. You understand, right? So when I initially started rapping, I was going by Chris B. You get what I'm saying? But that's damn near my government. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and we already got a Max B. You get what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, we got to do something different. It can't be, it can't be Chris B. So I'm sitting down and I'm thinking and I'm thinking, I'm thinking all day. What the fuck am I about to, like, you get what I'm saying? What, what, what am I about to uh, switch it to, right? So uh, I end up logging on. Uh, this one nigga still had the uh, computer, right? It, it, uh, uh, I ain't have a, a, like a, like a MacBook or nothing. I'm sitting on a computer, I'm watching YouTube videos. And I came across this battle rapper named Conceited. You get what I'm saying? I'm watching his videos, and uh, he had a line where he told this dude they was battling, like, in a big-ass field under a tree or something. And he told the dude, like, I'm bad news. I blast rules. Turn your dress to a mohawk like Mr. T. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, that bar, you know, it's kind of hard. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to have your heart acapella, doc. It'll be missing beats. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, later on that night, I'm, uh, I'm listening to music and shit, and uh, that Joel's uh, Santana, that, that, that mic check, one, two, one, yeah. two, that joint came on. Uh, and then I believe it was the second verse, he came on like, bad news, rap dude. I said, you know what? It's bad news. That's what it is now. You get what I'm saying? So I just took that. I don't know. I feel like I came across that name too many times in the same day for it not to be my name. And I picked it up and I ran with it. And that's what it is. I got you. Right. So, so what's your creative process like? Do you write? Do you freestyle? Do you... No. See, this is this is this is what I this is what I do. I actually don't write anything, and I haven't uh, written anything in a long time. <clears throat> um, I I got this thing where like I hear a beat. And I, and I like to say it, talk to me, I just talk back. All I do, like if you ever in a studio with me and you know, and a beat is playing, you will see me like pacing. Like I, I can't, exp- I, the, the best way I can explain it is like, I draw a pattern on the floor with my feet and I just walk in that same, it could be a triangle, it could be a square or a fucking diamond or zigzag. I'ma walk that same, like the whole time I'm walking though, I'm coming up with lyrics and I just go spit it. Like you get what I'm saying? I don't. I haven't written anything in a long time. I, ne- I, I, don't, I don't know. Some people, everybody got their own. See, this this, this the issue I be running into. Like, everybody got their own definition of what a freestyle is. You get what I'm saying? Um, if you ask me, that's absolutely a freestyle. I never wrote it. You get what I'm saying? It's free of style. I never put a pen to a pad and, you get what I'm saying? I never put a pen to a pad and had to come up with the lyrics and all that. Like, I literally, like, freestyle the whole shit. Like, and any, everybody I do a studio session with is, like, blown away. Like, you get what I'm saying? There's never been a time I got in the studio with somebody who didn't know who I was, right? And they wasn't, like, absolutely blown away with, you know, the shit that I did. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. So how'd you get the opportunity to appear on Rhythm and Flow? Um, through a DM on Instagram. Really? 
uh, yep, these are a representative of this company named uh, Jesse Collins Entertainment. Uh, I believe they like are responsible for like uh, the BT Awards and shit like that. Like you get what I'm saying? Uh, Jesse Collins Entertainment. They hit me, and um, the person who hit me wasn't even following me. So uh, they hit me and they, they they was telling me like it's a it's a, a new show about to come out on Netflix. Um, and they said they thought that I would do really well on the show. You know, they let me know it was a rap competition series and um, told me they've been watching me for a while and, uh, you know, they, 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 they felt like I would be the perfect candidate. They didn't even tell me what the name of the show was at first, like, you know what I'm saying? So I really didn't know what I was getting into, but I felt like, you know, this could be a big opportunity, you know? So we jumped at it. What was that experience like? It was dope, man. It was dope. I got to get in front of, uh, I got to get in front of a whole bunch of people. Don't know me or give a fuck about me, but when I left, they loved me. You hear me? <laughs> um, I got to uh, perform in front of Ti, Quavo, and uh, Big Boy. You get what I'm saying? Which was dope. You know, they tried to play with me at first. You know, I had to uh, fight back. You get what I'm saying? Which is that—that that was the beautiful part. But um, I feel like the best part—the best part, uh, aside from me, you know, uh, like uh, fake falling off on the show and you know bouncing back strong. You get what I'm saying? Aside from that, the best part about being on that show was the people that I met behind the scenes. You get what I'm saying? I met some real dope people behind the scenes, some of which didn't even get to perform on the show. Like we ran out of time and. I'm talking about these artists travel from everywhere. A lot of artists didn't even get to perform on the show. So I built relationships with people behind the scenes. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Some, some of those relationships will last a lifetime. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's dope. No, that's lit right there. So how long you been knowing Casanova? Casanova. Uh, uh, Casanova. I've been knowing Casanova personally. I want to say... It was before I left Syracuse. I want to say four years. Okay. I want to say four years. Yep. Um, I actually met Casanova from one of my in the car freestyles. Hmm. Yep. Um, I uh, he had this challenge. The So Brooklyn challenge. Nope. It was before that one. Okay. Catch a body. Okay. The joint yeah, was called yeah. Catch a Body. It was a Catch a Body challenge. So uh, he uh. He posted about the challenge, and at first I didn't know nothing about it. So uh, the guy who was managing me at the time, he hit me like, "Yo, bro, Casanova doing this challenge, bro. You need to, you know, hop on it." So I'm like, "All right, cool." I hang up the phone with him. I go to Casanova page and I look. I see the challenge. I see he posting about the challenge and shit. I bet. I'm in the kitchen. I'm in my kitchen. Like, I never left that spot. That's why I answered the phone. That's why I hung up. That's why I checked the page right in the kitchen. I never left that spot. I started pacing around the kitchen, drew a little, uh, you know, little design, started walking around the kitchen. I came up with a verse. I called Broke back. I'm like, yo, come grab me. Come grab me. You get what I'm saying? We're going to play the beat in the car. You're going to record me spitting it. Whoop de whoop de woo. That shit all happened within, like, the, like, the window was like an hour, you get what I'm saying? We thought in the span of an hour, you get what I'm saying? I came up with the verse, um, bro recorded it, we threw it up, you get what I'm saying? Fucking with it. They, Casanova grabbed it, 
threw it on his page. You get what I'm saying? I'm looking under there, all type of motherfuckers commenting, Sway Lee up under there talking about I'm the fucking GOAT. You know, so, yo, it was, so it, it was lit. Like, all type of motherfuckers tapping in. This Casanova, you get what I'm saying? He was still on the come up at the time, but, you know, he, he had connections with some good people. So, uh, yeah, everybody was uh, feeling it. They was fucking with it. Actually, he posted a few people, but I'm watching his page. Like, I'm on there, so I'm watching, like, to see what's going on. And my video was getting the most interactions. Like, you get what I'm saying? Lit. So uh, what ended up happening was, like, six different artists end up winning the challenge. And he brought us all out uh, to Manhattan to go to the studio and record the verse. You get what I'm saying? He put us all on that record. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Um, when I left there, he ended up hitting me later. Like, you get what I'm saying? Not that same day, but like probably like months after that, a couple months after that, he like, yo, my niggas keep asking about you. whoop de whoop de whoop de woo You get what I'm saying? I end up going back to uh, New York fucking with him. And, and, and this shit was like, you know, uh, uh, something that turned into like, like you know, a, a common thing. Like, he hit me like, yo, pull up, whoop de woo we over here. Yo, pull up, we over here. You get what I'm saying? Or think about that nigga Casanova, though. Your bag got to be right to be fucking with that nigga because he going to try to drag you everywhere. Like, bro, <laughs> man, I'm, man, look. Hey, come on, bro, we in Miami. All right, we going to Miami. All right, nigga, we in L.A. All right, okay. Bitch, we going to, uh, uh, I got to go shoot the, uh, he had to go do a fucking video with, uh, uh, What's bro name? He had the 2 a.m. joint with Tory Lanez and um uh Ah, oh, what was bro name? He from uh over like Africa or some shit. Mm. One night we at the club, he got bro with us, you get what I'm saying? From uh from 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 you know, overseas and shit. And I don't know who homie is, but he got his own entourage. Nigga Icy, I know he's somebody, but I ain't I ain't know who he was. Right after that, uh the 2 a.m. joint had dropped and shit and you know the v, the v, is it DeVito? Is that his name? I don't know. I'm not man. too sure yet. Don't give me the line. But yeah, shout out to the homie Casanova, man. Free Casanova, two time. Yeah, free cast for sure. The man. fast way. Yeah. So, what's your connection uh, with the legendary Eric B, man? Eric B, my brother. Um, Eric B uh, found me through my Instagram. Um, I had dropped this song called Nothing to Lose. I had dropped, I had a, I had dropped a record called Nothing to Lose. And, uh, he actually comment, he commented under the video, you get what I'm saying? He said it was hard, you get what I'm saying? So I was sleeping, I woke up to that notification. So I'm looking, you get what I'm saying? I look, I go to his page, he got the blue check, he verified. I'm like, oh, this is Eric B, Eric B, huh? You know what I'm saying? So I go back, appreciate you, big dog, whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. You get what I'm saying? I go back to sleep, I wake up. When I wake up, I check my DM and he wrote me, you get what I'm saying? He like, I, I, I respect what you, you know, uh, I respect what you got going on, you get what I'm saying? Um, and he told me like, anything that you ever need, let me know, I'm behind you 100%. You get what I'm saying? I hit him, yo, I appreciate that, you get what I'm saying? We conversated for a little minute, which ended up with him inviting me to come check him at his crib in New York, you get oh, what I'm sure. saying? Yeah, so I'm like, shit, you know, I told my homie, you get what I'm saying? So we get on the road. We go, the crazy shit is, right, the first time I ever met Eric B, right, I'm like a superhero, right? Watch this, right? So we on the highway, and um, it's late. It gotta be, it's, I don't know, it's, it, it's probably, I, fuck what time it is, it's dark. You get what I'm saying? So we on the highway, it's a big ass highway, right? And I see this fucking truck. It's a, it's a silver pickup truck, you get what I'm saying? This shit moving weird, but 
it's only us right here. It's not a lot of traffic, you get what I'm saying? So I'm kind of slowing up, you know, letting homie drive and do what he doing, you get what I'm saying? Next thing you know, bro swerved from this lane all the way over to a fucking ditch, like you get what I'm saying? So I hit the brake, bro swerved off the road, he went into a ditch. I think bro had a seizure behind the wheel or some shit. So I pull over, I hop out, I run to the, I run to the truck, I open the door, you get what I'm saying? Big ass white man. It had to be like fucking 220, 230 some shit, bro. I weigh 160 pounds soaking wet at the time, you get what I'm saying? So I'm, I go in there to try to pull him out the car and shit. This nigga start waking up, you know what I'm saying? He, Looking at me with the bug eyes, I'm like, like, hold what up. Are you doing? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I grabbed this nigga's hands. Like, what you, you get what I'm saying? What the fuck is you reaching for? You get what I'm saying? So, now I mean, I had to tell him, like, yo, you, 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 you know, you, you passed out while you was driving. You get what I'm saying? He woke up. He was like, kind of like incoherent. He couldn't really talk and shit. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, his words were slurred and shit. You know, called him help and shit. They came. As soon as they came, we pelt off. We went to Eric B. Crib. That's it. Yeah, that's so That shit was like crazy. <laughs> that shit's crazy. So what was it like chopping up with Eric B though in person then? Man, it was dope. Like, you get what I'm saying? And the, and the dope thing about Eric B is that, like, you know, he's he got a lot of experience. You get what I'm saying? And with that comes a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. He told me a lot of stories and I got to meet, you know, some good people, you know, dealing with Eric B. You get what I'm saying? And um, the one thing I like about Eric B is that he's a man of his word. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, he stand on everything he say. Like at the time I told him, I'm like, yo, uh, we was talking, somehow we end up talking about uh, Vegas or some shit. And he was telling me that he got cribs out in Vegas. He like, yo, anytime you want to come out, just let me know. Like, you get what I'm saying? I'll fly you out personally. You get what I'm saying? Him and Rakim end up having a tour. And um, he told me any date, like he sent me his tour list. Before they went on tour, he sent me the, uh, the list of dates and you know locations and mm-hmm. shit. He like, yo, any show you want to come to, let me know, I'll fly you out. What happened was our schedules was like conflicting. You get what I'm saying? So I never made it to none of the, you know, shows early on in the tour. But, you know, I made sure that when he came to Charlotte, I would be there. You get what I'm saying? No, it was Raleigh first. So he came to Raleigh and Raleigh is like two hours and 45 minutes from where I stay. You get what I'm saying? But he, he came to Raleigh and I, I hit him. I'm like, yo. I'm, I'm pulling up to the show tonight. He like, word, woo-dee-woo. He hit me back like, yo, you want to perform? <laughs> Hell yeah, I want to perform. What are you talking about? You get what I'm saying? So, you know, big girl put me on stage. You get what I'm saying? Let me rock out, do my thing in Raleigh. I met Big Daddy Kane. We yeah, on the side it. taking pictures and shit. You get what I'm saying? It wouldn't mean, it don't mean, you know, a, a, a lot of people, you know, my generation and younger, wouldn't know enough to respect. You get what I'm saying? What the fuck was going on there? Like, you get what I'm saying? But for me, like that shit was like, it's crazy. Like these is the legends. Like these, they started all this shit that y'all into now. Like you get what I'm saying? So I'm on the side flicking it up with Big Daddy King. Bro, come holler at me. Like, yo, all right, tomorrow we in uh, Myrtle Beach. All right, cool. We get to Myrtle Beach. You know, we rock out at Myrtle Beach. Same shit, you get what I'm saying? Next night we in Charlotte, you get what I'm saying? We go do Charlotte together, you get what I'm saying? Next night we in fucking Kentucky, like, yo, it's like, bro, show OD love, and it's like, he, he you know, it's, it's, it's genuine, it's genuine with him. Like, you get what I'm saying? I could call him anytime, you know, it don't even gotta be about nothing serious, just to chop it up and, you know, talk, like, you know. It's, bro, he, he, he a hundred, you get what I'm saying? Shout out to him, shout out yeah. to Eric B. No, that's super dope to get love from a pioneer like that. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. So what can you tell us about this new single, Out the Rental? Out the Rental. 
Man, look, this shit is going crazy right now. I think we have like 40K. We have 40K right now. Only been a couple days, a little over a week. Um, we had 40K with the video on YouTube. Um, really out the rental, I ain't gonna lie to you. I really didn't like drill beats. I really didn't, it was really never my favorite. You know, I really was never too crazy about them. I always said I wouldn't do them. You know, one night I'm in the studio, you know, it's a few heads in there. Uh, and we just going through beats. That one in particular came on. And I don't know, that shit was just hitting through the motherfucking speakers. I'm like, yo, load that up. You get what I'm saying? They load the joint up and um, the rest was history. For real. Nah, this shit turned out dope, man. Well, and you got, you got another single about to drop, uh, No Fear? No Fear, yup, with the homie Clash Murder. Shout out Clash Murder. Um, uh, that joint right there came about, uh, I, I been did the verse, I been did the verse, and I had to open on it, and I was just thinking who would sound good on it, you get what I'm saying? My role manager actually gave me the idea to put Class on it, you get what I'm saying? So we sent it over to Class Murder, you get what I'm saying? Real nigga, real nigga, you get what I'm saying? Class Murder, he was tied up at the time, uh, OT, I believe, in like LA or Miami or some shit, but um, Soon as he got back to the rock, soon as he got back to his hometown, Rochester, uh, you know, he knocked the verse out, sent it right over. You get what I'm saying? Bodied it. Like, you get what I'm saying? Bro, bodied the shit. You know, so I'm going crazy. Okay, we got this joint with Clash Murder and shit. Woo -de -woo -de -woo. Um, we were supposed to do the uh, video that weekend. Uh, a situation, unfortunate situation happened with... Uh, he lost somebody that, you know, he was real close to. You get what I'm saying? So we had to postpone the video, but we gave it a little while, bro. You know, got himself together, got, you know, back on track. And, you know, he came back home to Rochester. We knocked the video out. You okay. know what I'm saying? Shout out to Class Murder. So that's about to drop real soon then, huh? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, that one's going to be big. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be the one. So you working on a new project together, or you kind of just focusing on these singles and videos then? Um, together, me and Class? No, just you personally. Oh, yeah, I'm actually working on uh, my EP. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be titled Brick by Brick. Uh, that's coming together right now. I just went and did a photo shoot so we could get the uh, cover art and shit done. Um, and I got another project that I'm working on with, uh, with Beto. Shout out to Beto. For those who don't know, Beto was, uh, was the man who produced the uh, joint for uh, Spot'em Got'em, that beatbox joint, okay. you get what I'm saying? So me and him got some shit in the works. And I'm also about to go, uh, man, tomorrow I'm going to VA, I'm about to do a project with Bink. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Let's that, go ahead and spill it out, man. Man, that shit is, that shit is crazy, <laughs> it's crazy. You get what I'm saying? For those who don't know Bink, you get what I'm saying? Just go look him up. Legendary, just man. Go to Google, you know, you oh, get what yeah. I'm saying? So go on Google, just type it in, see what the fuck is going on here. We got some legendary shit going on here, yeah. man. For sure, for That's sure. That's gonna be huge right there, man. Hell yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Bink, Bink gonna look at me, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Pacing around the studio. <laughs> just watch, nigga, just watch. You still independent right now? Yes, sir. Yeah, so speak on the grind that it takes to make it as an independent artist these days. Man, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, long nights. Absolutely. A lot of fucking cheese, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm actually working right now, though, real close with an A&R from Def Jam. You get what I'm saying? So shout out to him. I, uh, 
Don't know if I want to say bro name. You get what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm working real hard. He know who he is. You get what I'm saying? My guy, the fucking GOAT. You get what I'm saying? Uh, I'm actually working real close with him right now. But as far as, like, having, like, a major label, like, being signed to a major label, nah, I'm still independent. Yeah. Is that a goal for you to sign to a label, or are you happy running it up not, independently? Not necessarily the goal. The goal is to, you know, uh, be be somebody of importance in the music industry. The goal is to change the situation of my friends and family. That's the goal. I don't give a damn how I do it. You get what I'm saying? Whether I stay independent or I sign to a major, it make me know never mind. You know, if I sign to a major though, I just wanted to make sense. That's all I ask. I just wanted to make sense. I feel that. All right, so 2022 coming right up around the corner, man. Yes, sir. What's some plans you got for the, for the new year? Go hard. Yo, listen, for the new year, um, right, I'm coming to Atlanta. I'm in Club Onyx smacking ass. Nah. 2020, <laughs> look, 2022, though, we going hard, though. That's, 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 that's when uh, it's all gas, no breaks, 2022. You know what I'm saying? We going hard, 2022. That's, that's just it. That's it for me. Just go crazy, go dumb. Like, you get what I'm saying? Anybody who don't know need to figure it out in 2022. That's what I'm on. I dig that. For sure. All right, you got any shout outs you like to give bad news before uh, we wrap it up here, man? Man, uh, shit, man. Look, how long I got? Let me tell you. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out. I want to shout out to uh, all of the homies back home that's grinding. You get what I'm saying? I want to shout out first. Wait, matter of fact, first of all, I want to shout out P. Kennedy. You get what I'm saying? That's the man, you know, behind the scenes that helped put all of this together. You get what I'm saying? The reason why I'm saying it right now. So shout out to P. Kennedy. You get what I'm saying? Um, shout out to uh, my homie E.B. 100 Mafia. You get what I'm saying? Lil Deesky. Shout out to Lil Rasha. With, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out, you know, just everybody, everybody that's grinding, that's doing their thing. You get what I'm saying? Everybody that's grinding. T.Y. Vegas, Cross. You get what I'm saying? Everybody that's doing their thing. Shout out to everybody, you know. They got genuine love for me. I love y'all back. Just know that. Look, no sparking out the rental. Hop out, run them down, and if you want to hit them, that hospital gown, watch out, that out to fit them. If they try to spin, you know we about to send them. Bro, we going to get them. Hey, everyone. It's DJ Candy Rain here from the Carefree Black Girl Podcast. If you're a fan of music, entertainment, and black women, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Carefree Black Girl Podcast, a show that covers all things carefree, black, and girl. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.